Jack Reacher is back and a bit bigger and buffer this time. Today I'm talking about season one of Reacher. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's off indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about season one of reacher which i think is uh gotten pretty good reviews very well received a lot of people checking it out and i enjoyed it thoroughly as well so i wanted to talk about it so without further ado let's get started In 2012, Tom Cruise had modest success adapting Lee Child's famous grizzled action hero and detective Jack Reacher into a feature-length film. But fans of the novels had a big complaint. Tom Cruise didn't look the part. In the books, Reacher is described as a 6'5 tower of muscle with sheer force of will to match. And that doesn't quite match Cruise's stature despite all of his Ethan Hunt antics. So fans were quite excited to see Jack Reacher brought back with a fitting casting, the Hulk and hulking Alan Richson, and an adaptation of the first novel, The Killing Floor. Fresh off the bus in Margrave, Georgia, retired military man Jack Reacher is surprised when he enters a diner and is promptly arrested for a grisly murder. Despite no interest in the case at first, soon Reacher is teaming up with two local police officers to unravel a conspiracy in this allegedly sleepy town. So I had a blast with this series. It's well-paced, The actors are all fittingly cast, and the series doesn't try to overextend the source material. Here's what stands out for me. First, we have a great blend of genre and tone. The Jack Reacher books are funny because they're two genres that slam into each other. The first genre is a standard mystery novel that expands the audience's understanding of the scope of each crime and conspiracy, with plenty of twists, turns, double crosses, and missed clues finally locking into place. Jack Reacher is in essence a Sherlock Holmes-esque character. However, the second aspect is a darkly funny action comedy. And that's not an easy blend, especially in a movie. The first Jack Reacher movie more or less solved this problem by making Tom Cruise's Reacher a bit of a dick. He confronts people as rudely as possible, which means his brutal action scenes a few moments later or the murder case he's working on don't feel like a drastic shift. Unfortunately, it also means that Reacher is more myth than character in those movies. Here, we get the best of both worlds. The extra time means we can dedicate more time to Reacher's backstory and character and pepper in as many fight scenes as we'd like. Jokes don't need to be brute-forced in. Half the time, they're related to characters we've already met bouncing off one another. We also have the action. This was one thing the Jack movie, Jack Reacher movies got right. The fighting style Tom Cruise, Cruise uses is lethally and brutally efficient, and inf- includes all kinds of quote-unquote cheap moves that get the job done, like crotch kicks and using one opponent to injure another. But as much as Cruise commits to the action, Alan Richson's physicality is perfect for Reacher fight scenes. With Cruise, there was a bigger emphasis on outmaneuvering his opponents, or rocking them hard enough with a couple of blows that they didn't want to fight anymore. But it would strain believability for him to say, pick up a guy and throw him across a room. With Richson, you're surprised this wasn't his first move. I was never a fan of picking on the height discrepancy between the book's description of Reacher and Tom Cruise's height. Hell, he's my height. But I'll admit this makes a difference. And each of the brawls and shootouts all have the kitchen sink approach where each nearby makeshift weapon and location comes into play. All well choreographed, performed, and easy to follow. 
we also have some nice subtle changes to the source material. One of the hardest things about the Reacher novels is that Jack Reacher is a force of nature character. He's the biggest, smartest, and most skilled guy in any room he enters. He's Jason Bourne meets Sherlock Holmes. And sometimes that means he's the only competent person in the story. It means characters like a female cop who takes a shine to Reacher or an out-of-place police detective don't get many moments to shine. Reacher threads the needle by giving each of these characters more depth, either in backstory or competence or moments that let them assert their will. The aforementioned female cop gets piping mad anytime she's treated like a helpless damsel, and our police detective has breaking points to his politeness. The police detective even gets to bond with the other black residents in the town. They all get their own action highlights, too. We also get to see softer sides of Reacher. Even in Lee Child's books, Reacher behaves like an id, driven entirely by what he wants to do, vengeance, or something similar. So even the flashbacks feel like reinforcing his story versus explaining how or why he's doing what he's doing. And the series makes his violent outbursts feel more purposeful or like his emotional pain peeking through the mask. It also doesn't hurt that Alan Hitchson fits this part like a glove and manages all of the soft, wisecracks and long, detective-esque exposition dumps that make the character work. He nails every joke, whether it's deadpan joke or a physical twinge. There are plenty of mountainous actors out there, but it takes a very good actor to make this character feel like a character. The verdict is, it's simple fun. As straightforward as its protagonist, Reacher works by bringing Lee Child's creation to life with all of the twists, action, and dark laughs you'd expect. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.